Hey everyone, this is Achuta Bhava from Nightlight Astrology. Happy Monday, everybody. Today, we're going to take another look at Mars moving into an opposition with the planet Uranus, do a little bit deeper dive into this one with a meditation that comes from the I Ching this morning. Um, so that should be good. We'll refresh on the archetypal combination, and then we'll dive into a little deeper meditation on this combination, one of the lessons that the I Ching has to offer us uh, about this combination. So I apologize in advance. I sound a little bit like a frog today. I'm getting over a cold for, I got over a cold and then got another one. So my, my kids are, uh, it's just that season where I'm just picking up one cold after another. So at any rate, um, before I dive in, I want to let you all know that my Kickstarter has launched. We uh, launched a Kickstarter this morning. You never know exactly when it's going to launch. Typically, we try to do it within the last 40 days of the calendar year. But with the way that uh, Kickstarter works, sometimes you get the approval and then it's it's going. And we decided to roll with it because the other thing is that um, my sister's having a baby today. And uh, so my, with my sister having a baby and also with me having a surgery coming up, a small surgery, um, we added about a week to this year's Kickstarter because there's going to be some time where I'm not there being able to sort of beat the drum. So uh, at any rate, the Kickstarter has launched this morning. So let me tell you a little bit about it and tell you how you can contribute and support my work in the year ahead. So every year for eight years, I have uh, dedicated the last 40 days of the calendar year to um enter into a period, a space of more concentrated prayer and reflection on my practice of creating content, which for me is a deeply spiritual process. Just so you guys have some sense, you can watch the Kickstarter video, which I'm going to post to the YouTube channel and you can watch it on the Kickstarter page and stuff like that. But my routine begins when I wake up, I have mantra meditation for 90 minutes. I read sacred scriptures. I work out I prepare my talk for the day, and then I give my talk, and then we distribute it all across social media. And then throughout the day, I'm often fielding comments and uh, you know, speaking with all of you about your comments or emails or whatever. So that process occupies about half of my workday every single day. And I repeat the same exact spiritual uh, practice prior to creating my content every day, year round. <clears throat> I've been doing this for eight, nine years now. Uh, my first year that I did it, um, I wasn't sure what I was doing. So there was a lot of learning. And, and now I would say that the last eight years, I've been in pretty much the same groove. The last 40 days of the year, I sit down every day and I do a little extra reflecting. What have I learned over the past year of content creation about myself, about astrology, about my audience, about uh, the best kind of content that I made and everything like that. As I'm doing that, I'm also praying every day that I receive guidance and inspiration to create another year of content. During those 40 days, I fundraise, I do a Kickstarter. This is my eighth year doing it. And I ask all of you who enjoy my content to pitch in and support my work if you're able to. If you can't pitch in, you could throw up a prayer. I really appreciate that as well. But when you uh, pitch into the Kickstarter, you can pick up um, any and everything, any and every donation is deeply appreciated. And you can pick up a variety of rewards in exchange. For example, there are all sorts of exclusive lectures that I make on all sorts of different topics. There's instructional videos that I make on mantra meditation or creating a daily spiritual practice. 
There's readings that you can pick up for your sun or rising sign for 2022. There's a year ahead special exclusive video that I make on the astrology of 2022. And then all of my programs for 2022, starting with the spring programs or the fall programs of 2022 are all 50% off. So if you want to study in any of my programs, if you're in any of my programs and you're thinking, I want to take the year two program, the horary program, the readings and passages course next year, any programs of mine that begin in 2022, you can get for half off the full tuition, which is even, I think it's like four or $500 more off from even the early bird rate. So it's a great deal. You can save on all of my programs at this time as well. We're trying to beat the backer goal of 1,366 backers. That's our, our goal. So um, this fundraiser supports my staff. I have uh, 10 people that help me, but two in particular that are helping me every single day with the content creation and management of this channel. Um, so you're supporting me and my family, you're supporting two staff and also a variety of different things that we're working on every year. For example, last year, we gathered enough money to build another community herbal medicine garden, which will be completed in the summer of next year. We began the work on it this summer and it'll be finished by next summer. And we harvest tons of herbal medicine. We give it to people for free. My wife does that as an herbalist that just, you guys fund that all of our speaker series, you guys fund that all of the the ability that we have to let, you know, hundreds of students every year take need-based tuition discounts. We don't have to try to meet a bottom line financially. That's because of the Kickstarter. So we really deeply appreciate your support. And I'll be ringing the bell to gather as many backers as I can <clears throat> prior to January 1st. So between now and the new year, we are uh, in fundraising mode. And again, I started a little bit early this year because I'm going to be out potentially a little bit with a surgery. My sister also had a baby and I'm going to be traveling. So just got a little bit of an early head start. And then the, the way that Kickstarter works with its approval came a little early as well. So that's why we're, we're launching a, just a little bit earlier than usual this year, but maybe a couple of back a few days, but at any rate, thank you all so much for your support. I can't do this work without you guys. I love you guys. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for supporting me and my work and my family and everything that we try to do, uh, trying to do good with astrology and uh, your support is deeply appreciated. If you want to donate, let me just show you how it looks. I'm gonna share my screen so you can see. So this is the home page. You can say, congratulations, your project is live. You can see it's there. Um, <clears throat> it's typically, uh, when you come to this page, you'll find the link to the Kickstarter in the comments section and in the description of this video. So you click on that link, you go there, you donate and you can choose a reward. You can learn about the project, watch the video we put together. It's really cool. Um, and then you scroll down and you can pick any kind of reward tier. And if you scroll all the way down toward the bottom, you're going to find um, that you can attend one of my classes or you can combine and take two of them, three of them, or all four of them. And the more you bundle together, the more you save for taking any of my programs in 2022. So thank you guys very much for your support. And again, and um, I'll, again, I'll be reminding you guys uh, of this fundraiser and telling you how we're progressing as we go. All right. So now that I did that intro today, I want to um, dive into the real time clock and remind us of this Mars Uranus transit that's happening. So here's the real time clock. And <clears throat> first we see Mars opposing Uranus right here. And let's now take a look at when that's going to perfect. Right now, they're just a little less than you know two degrees apart. 
and we're going to move this forward by a day. You'll see then they're about a degree apart tomorrow, Tuesday, November 16th, go one day further, Wednesday, November 17th, and you have them exactly uh, opposed on Wednesday. So between now and Wednesday, we're ramping up for a major uh, a major aspect that's also happening under the banner of a lunar eclipse, which is coming through the 18th into the 19th of this week or Thursday into Friday of, of this week. So it's major astrology time right now. Um, what I want to do today is remind us a little bit about this archetypal combination, which I started doing last Friday. If you go back and watch that Mars Uranus video last Friday, you can learn a little bit more. But I also want to talk about a specific lesson that the I Ching seemed to offer this morning when I was doing my daily uh, content prep. So basically, what this boils down to is you have the God of action and the God of revolution coming into an opposition with one another. So that can mean that there are conflicting ideas about what constitutes the right action or the revolutionary action, the need or desire to break free from constraints and limitations, the need or desire to progress, to be inventive, to innovate, to go beyond norms, uh, to break out of established habits of behavior and patterns that are sort of stuck. The energy for that is there right now. It's very loud. It's very strong. And yet, because of the nature of an opposition, there may be conflicting ideas about what constitutes the best next, the next best thing or the best, what is the revolution? What is the ideal that we should be moving toward? Okay, maybe it's not this, but what is it? So there could also, you could also see some challenge or contention right now with regard to what constitutes the next best thing. You could also see um, there being almost like a, a showdown or a battle of wills or wits with regard to differing ideals. Well, this is what I consider to be revolutionary. Well, this is what I consider to be revolutionary. For example, um, you know, lots of people right now have very different ideas about what constitutes the most radical or revolutionary steps in healthcare, right? That's a pretty global issue at the moment. So you can see that the conflicting, uh, I want to say like, ideologies or conflicting values or convictions uh, can come into focus. And the tendency to want to eliminate opposition is there. So you have to be careful for almost like a, a form of extremism, like violent extremism is something I wouldn't be surprised to see in the news this week, because that Mars Uranus is defiant and revolutionary, but also sometimes it's sort of willing to mow anyone down that's in its path. And that's the thing you really have to be careful for with this transit. Mars opposite Uranus is also a um, <clears throat> Mars opposite Uranus is also a, a transit that, at its best, can create the impetus to make positive change suddenly, rapidly, dramatically, just amazing breakthroughs, surges of energy that come and say, "Here's the impetus to make major changes. Here's the motivation. Here's the action. Here's the resources." go and do it. And it just can happen like that, like really quickly, a big dramatic turnaround. So I like this for positive momentum changes, positive swings of momentum that help us to break out of a rut. Um, I love this transit for its innovative qualities, its maverick rebel creative nature. Um, and for people who, um, people who are, are feeling like, you know, I've been feeling kind of stuck. Right? We've had a Uranus-Saturn dynamic for a, a while now. This whole year has been a Saturn-Uranus dynamic, which means 
for as revolutionary as the impulse of Uranus is, the check from Saturn, the the no, the negation, the just wait and see, not yet, held back, etc., can be quite strong. So with Saturn Uranus in the air all year long, and they're coming back in December, but right now that impetus to change and the, the ignition of Uranus is there, and it's not super prohibited by Saturn yet. Next month, it's going to, the, the two will come into tighter focus, and we'll have to talk about that dynamic again. But what I like right now is that at the very least, the clarity that could come through, the lightning strike of clarity that says this, now, let's go. So um, to me, the major thing we have to be careful for with this transit is impatience and um, a sort of, you know, a sort of uh, you know, like youthful folly. There's, there's, a, there's a right way and a wrong way to enact a revolutionary impulse. And I think that's probably what's at stake this week. Um, also, how we treat that which we oppose. How do we speak to or how do we, can, you know, can we maintain the, the dignity of those that we disagree with? Can we protect the dignity of those we disagree with while disagreeing? That's something that's lost on us sometimes in this modern world, especially because most of the way that we disagree with one another happens behind screens, you know? So it's, it's, it's easy to say, you know, you're, there's an invisible opposition. We, people become ideologies. And so it's, it's easy to just uh, conflate people that we're speaking with in impersonal ways with ideologies that we oppose. Can we separate the two? Can we stand up for an idea or feel inspired about some particular um, idea without uh, opposing or while protecting the dignity of those that, that we oppose? <clears throat> so I think those are probably key lessons this week. The other thing with Mars and Uranus is that the, the sudden, violent, disruptive um, is is not always it's not a it's not necessarily a constructive energy like if you think of high speed car crashes it's sort of mars uranus if you think of the sudden difficult uh rupture the the sort of breaking of the barrier a speed the sound the sound of speed is that what the speed of sound the speed of sound i think it was so if you think of someone like breaking a world record breaking the speed of sound uh that's a Mars Uranus dynamic. Surfing a big wave. That's a, that's a Mars Uranus dynamic. Bungee jumping can be like a Mars Uranus dynamic. But so too could like a skateboard trick at a skate park that you know lands you in the hospital because of like a broken leg or something. So it's it has one of those like defiant energies. It could also lead to uh, rapid breaking of things, bonds, relationships, feelings bones like so you have to be really careful of this energy in particular now i cast the Ching this morning after my morning prayers and i said well, what what is this all about give us some insight please and this is what came up i'm going to read you guys some of the response so hexagram 26 came up and hexagram 26 is sometimes referred to as controlled power it's also other titles are the taming power of the great uh, the taming of great powers. Um, it also says there's one that says nurturance of the great, restraint of the great, restraint by the strong, potential energy, energy under control, uh, things like that. 
So what I love about this hexagram is that first of all, the hexagram is exactly about what, um, what I've just been saying, which is that here's this immense power of uh, the power of change and action and innovation and swift, sudden, dramatic um, mutations of circumstance, powerful forces of will that can come through this week. Uh, and yet this hexagram speaks to um, learning how to, and one of the names of the hexagram is energy under control, right? So thinking about that this week is really important for us. Remember today, the moon is in Aries and then by, you know, so it's in Mars's sign. And then the next couple of days, we got a lunar eclipse coming with the moon in Taurus opposing Mars as Mars opposes Uranus. So it's, it's a very potent week. And interestingly, the fifth line of this hexagram uh, was changing in the reading that I did. And the fifth line reads, uh, <clears throat> let me just read it right here. Do, do, do. The tusk of a castrated boar, which is of auspiciousness. It is difficult to restrain beings after they grow stronger. To tame and then restrain is a way to achieve targets. And it says, this is a commentary that I found, to convert an untamed force into something useful and to act in a moderate manner. And of course, they're speaking moderate manner with regard to a great powerful strength. So to convert an untamed force into something useful and to act in a moderate manner, the tusk, this is the tusk of a boar, will become harmless when the boar is castrated and loses its violent temper. Talented people will not offend others once they learn how to behave moderately. When this line is triggered, the hexagram tends toward number nine, little storage or restraint, meaning um, where the... the um, feminine plays games with the large masculine and it's a contest of wits the castrated boar will grow fat and be offered as a sacrifice and celebration talented and moderate people will bring their talent into full play and benefit society so we're talking about almost like a feminine taming of a wild masculine energy or um, in, the, in this case, they talk about a castrated boar whose tusks become harmless once it becomes less violent and in temper. So in some ways, we're also talking about a feminine teeming of an overly aggressive and wild masculine energy and the need to sort of subtly subdue that energy and um, bring it under control that once we do so, there's great benefit because that 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 version of this energy is very powerful and very constructive because it's considerate it's it's careful to respect the dignity of others which means it has relational and emotional intelligence this is a mars after all that's in scorpio the feminine water sign of mars we're talking about eclipse coming up in taurus the sign of venus where there's that sensibility there's that sense of harmony that's innate to the sign so i look at this this week and i say Okay, metaphorically, even though it's kind of a gross image, but like metaphorically, um, we're looking to make sure that the tusks of that crazy boar are not going to be violent and destructive, that we have to tame some kind of force and learn how to wield that force with 
concern and consideration for others. That's the core message of this hexagram and the sequence of the changing line. So I hope that that lands well with you guys this week. This is something that we're going to be unpacking over the next couple of days as we also prepare for the eclipse and talking about the eclipse separately. I think what we'll do for the eclipse is I'll also reopen the 12 signs and look at where's Taurus land in your whole sign houses based on your rising sign. Or if you do sun sign horoscopes every month, you could do that too. But we'll take a look at where this lands in your birth chart, according to which house Taurus occupies. And then we can naturally look at the opposite house of Scorpio to refresh ourselves on where this tension is appearing in your birth chart right now. So um, that's where we're heading this week. I just wanted to give you guys a preview of the energy we're dealing with and of the wisdom that came back from the I Ching, which I find in immensely you know, beneficial. Here, also think about it like this. The I Ching literally says that society has a problem because this kind of intense, aggressive energy is not under control. So it, you know, castration is kind of a, well, it's a kind of a heavy image, but sort of like saying, look, if you, if you find a way to metaphorically reduce the, 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 the wild, masculine, crazy quality of Mars Uranus in society, which is in a sense, fanaticism, extremism, being able to fight for something or be convicted about something without caring or being concerned, feeling equally as convicted about protecting the dignity of the people that you disagree with. That if that's not our concern, that society will be torn apart. Whereas if it is our concern and we learn, then, then the tusks are harmless. Meaning the, the, the fight is, the display of passion is important. That's the, the tusk. And there needs to be displays of passion, but it also needs to happen within the context of a civilized discourse. And that when that occurs, then there's good fortune, good things happen. That's what the I Ching says, not only for individuals, but for society. Think about that. That's pretty cool. Anyway, um, so again, I want to remind everybody, let's have a big first day for the Kickstarter. I would be so thankful for your support. Last year, we got off to a big start. Um, early. I'm hoping we can replicate that this year, especially like I said, since I'm probably going to be gone for a few days throughout the Kickstarter and won't be able to bang the drum on certain days for it. So you can visit the Kickstarter page by the link in the comment section or the description of this video. Right now, we don't have, we're at zero backers, zero dollars raised for the year ahead. Um, we're doing this until January 1st. Pick up a reward when you do so. There's, there's recordings, there are um, readings that I make for you. There's a Astrology of 2022 exclusive video. There's, a video, there's um, videos that give you the whole year worth of a horoscope report for your sun or rising sign. There's tons of exclusive content. All of my courses are on sale. So please pitch in and support me. I super appreciate it from me and my family uh, to all of you. Uh, we really deeply appreciate your support. All right, that's what I've got for today. Take it easy, everyone. We'll see you again tomorrow. Bye.